Okay, so welcome back, everyone, to New Generation Podcast with Marshawn. Thank you for tuning in. Today is something different because you're seeing my face. You're seeing my guest face. Um, and I'm excited. So today I have with me this special, talented, soul music driven Malachi. If you could just state who you are, your name, what you do, all of that. Yeah, I'm a I'm Malachi. Uh, <laughs> I go by Mempho, you know, when it comes to the raps. My people Period. still call me Hitman. You know, I started off as Hitman Memphis. Hitman Memphis looked too long, you know, in the producer credits, though, so I just put HM. Mm. And uh, so it's Hitman, Mempho, Malachi, whichever. We um, love it, all three. All three of them. I make a lot of beats. That's why I do. I do a lot of rapping. I play mm-hmm. drums here and there. Um, and you know, really, I'm just in the music. Like, I'm really in like whatever way I can be involved. I try to be involved. Like, I'm in no way an we engineer, but you know, like, I don't engineer. But I mean, I do engineer, but I'm not an engineer. So like. Mm. If somebody coming to me with like, yo, I just need you to mix this, like I'm like, I got it, you know, because I'm just trying to be involved in the music. So like very much, rather just very saying much. rather just saying I'm a producer and a rapper, I'll just like I'm I just do music, you know. Cause you do it all. I mean, we've talked about this on this podcast before about not putting labels on people yeah. and just saying, I'm me. I do me, I do whatever I feel, I do whatever the music tells me to. Period. All of that. Just do me. I just do me. So today I wanted to try something different. I usually just dive deep in with the people on here, but I wanted to do something fun for the first question. What is a hobby you have that no one knows about? (laughs) A hobby that I have that no one knows about. Yes, like, like no a, one at all. Like no one at all. No one at all. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe it could be your immediate family knows. Okay, but not I got you. I got a couple mm-hmm. people who know this, but nobody really knows. I mm-hmm. really like to do Rubik's cubes. <laughs> like I knew I, that. I yeah, knew that. <laughs> yeah, not everybody know, but a few people know. I, He's I really killer at to, this, guys. Yeah, He's I really be trying to do the Rubik's cube in like under a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like in five seconds or like you know it's crazy yeah. i've never seen anyone nah, and be, do that because i low-key i started watching like this is so nerdy i started watching speed cuban videos these niggas are in tournaments mm. like <laughs> these niggas Not are in tournaments. tournaments bro they're in tournaments and they do them in like Stop. seven seconds you know sometimes they hit like five four seconds and when they get to that they're like oh they're... okay this nigga elite right so, like you have been, to have some, some of that too. type of mental power, <laughs> a different nah. type of mental power for that. Yeah, for Definitely. real. And um, I don't even know how it get done. Like, truthfully, I forgot how to do a Rubik's cube, and now it's just literally muscle memory. Like, I can't teach yeah. anybody how to do it at this point. Like, I just know how it's to. It's that. Like, you know, it's that real. I just it's know the little shits on my own. Yeah. <laughs> So that's something I like to do. I also, though, uh, a few people know this too, but I really, you know, I used to want to play basketball where I grew up. You know what I mean? Stop. And, uh, I did not know that. Oh, 
See, no, nah, I, I was trying to hoop for real. For real. I thought I was going to the league. I thought I was going to the league. No, you didn't. Um, I oh clearly, you know, I, I didn't I didn't go. And <laughs> I recently just got back into it though. I recently really? just got back into it. I recently just started back. Yeah, recently day. just started back hooping at the park. Oh yeah. I'm back into it. Mm-hmm. Recently hooping back at the park. Mm-hmm. Um, me and me and the homie Mike talking about uh coaching the AAU team. You know what I mean? I'm low key trying to coach. I really want to coach Ooh. a youth basketball. I could literally yeah. see you doing that, Coach Malachi. I can see that. I can you see do. that. Exactly. Do that, please. Do it for I the I might youth. try to do that. Now, and I might try to work my way up through like coaching ranks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> start like no. you know, start like youth church squad. Stop. And then go to like AAU. Oh. And then I'm like high school. And I might even try to like, you know, hit the D two college. You know oh. what I mean? Like not the you know, D2. D2. No, I can't go D1. I can't go D1. I would never have enough experience to go D1. Oh, screw it. No, yeah. for real. You know, whatever you put your mind to, you can do. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to see. We're definitely going to see. But um, now let's get into it. How would you describe your sound? Would you say, okay, so I know... Not everyone knows this, or people that are listening knows, but you are from the South. You are from Memphis, and I love that because Memphis has such a strong history in music. So how would you describe your sound, and would you say being from the South originally has influenced your ear and your sound? Um, I would describe my sound as like, you know, just off the rip, I would just say soulful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm going for a lot of the times. Like, but if we go in a little deeper and away from like musical terms, like you can bring up words like liberation, you know, mm. and deliverance, because mm. that's always what I wanted to do with my music. And I really just started stepping into that the past couple projects. And the past couple projects, you know, one of them is titled Liberate. The other one's titled Deliverance. Like, mm. that's what I'm trying to do with my music. So We love that. Aside from the soul, like, I'm really just trying to free minds and bodies. I want to make everybody feel good. Definitely. That's exactly what I'm doing. And, like, being from the South, that um, that's definitely, uh, that's trained my ear in many ways. Like, everybody think of Memphis like 3-6 Mafia. Yo Gotti, yo, uh, yo Gotti, Young Dolph. That's it. That's it. Because that's, you know, them the biggest acts out of Memphis. But Memphis got plenty of artists. Correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't UGK from Memphis? No, UGK is from, uh, they from Texas. Oh, But they do got work. They got work with 3-6 Mafia. They do. uh, They sure do. A couple other people from Memphis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, they tied in. They doing what they do. Very much. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of music coming down from Memphis. It's a, um, it's everybody raps. It's all the young niggas rap every, you know what I mean? Like that's what they do it. You know what I mean? Everybody rap, even if they're not trying to make it big and rapping, they just, you know, they rap. Everybody can rap. It's just something, you know, it's a pastime. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that's what niggas do down there. Right. And there's also some crazy musicians. There's niggas that really play instruments. There's niggas that are really known for playing the instruments. 
And very that's also much, coming from down there. Much. So in my life, I've been inspired by so, all of that. Very much. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I love that. And you can definitely hear it in your music. Does that make you proud knowing that you're from such a rich place musically and you know, you're cultivating your sound in that way, in your own way? Um, it really does because um I don't know too many people outside of Memphis that's like on the same that's on the same thing that niggas is from Memphis on. Like and I don't even Very meet much. too many people outside of Memphis that's from Memphis. Like at Berkeley, I've met maybe four people from Memphis. And I and some other people, I think three people that I already knew from when I was like in sixth grade. And they wow. went to and one of the girls was one of the girls that go to Berkeley. I've known her for all my life. Two of them actually. We used to sing in the same church choir. And um Wow. Yeah. And um, but it's a it's not too many of us, you know what I mean, that's that's doing like that's having musicianship, musician (laughs) musicianship on a big level. You know what I mean? Right. That's like that's outside of the city really doing it. You know, right. so that that does make me probably every time I see somebody from Memphis, I put on like definitely. I, mean. I put on. We got to do that. We definitely need to do that, and you know, I agree. Me being from LA and doing this podcast is my part of putting people on in a way. <laughs> you know, doing my part, but yes, definitely, I'm here for it. I love it. I always start everyone off with this question because I feel it's super important, you know, and I feel like it lets the listeners know you on a different level. When did your, when did your love for music start and how? Um, I can say it started when I was five and that's the first time I ever wrote a rap with the help of my father. Oh, because my dad used to rap. And we used to always go to the studio with him. So I'm like, oh shit. You know, at that point, it wasn't even about the music. It just looked cool. So I'm right. like, oh shit, I want to do this too. I want to be a rapper, you know? Because you see rappers Definitely. on TV. You see rappers on TV, then you see your dad. So you're like, oh, this nigga Pops got to be looking like the rappers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yes. So when I was five, yeah, I was always into like the rap. And then my granddad, my mom's father, he was always putting me on a like, still is today, always put me on to like musicians and uh, people who came from the city and people who just really made an impact on like music. And um, That's I got serious it's... about music myself when I was 17. I went to Berkeley, five week, the summer program. I was trash at drums. Um, but I was making cool beats though, so that's how niggas. I was wouldn't fucking say trash. <laughs> oh no! When I first, when I came back from five week, I was like, I learned what to do. Still didn't know how to do it, but I learned what to do. Right. You know I mean, so from five week, um, from after five week, all the way until it was time for me to apply for schools, I practiced that whole like time. 
that whole year I was practicing OD. So that's when I can say I got decent. It's when I truly practiced. Because before five week, I wasn't practicing at all. I was right. just I was just playing like whenever. And I never saw kids my age that was good. So I'm like, I'm good. Right. But when I went and seen how right. good them kids were at five week, I'm like, I'm trash. Like a hundred percent. I didn't know anything about drugs. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. Man. Yeah. And that's good. At such a young age, you got that different perspective because a lot of musicians need that. It's humbling and it's educating. Okay. You Most need definitely. to know. You, you need to know, especially before coming in this industry. And, you know, confidence is a big thing, but actually having the talent to back up that confidence is needed. Yeah. Very much. Exactly. Exactly. When analyzing and critiquing your music what are your thoughts like what do you go through like do you go through stages of damn i'm never gonna pick this back up because i just can't or you know are you super hard on yourself are you what do you do <laughs> i'm um I, I wouldn't say i'm too hard on myself because i uh, truly at this point i do think i'm fired so <laughs> you know that's at this point like I, I think i'm fired so i'm not too hard on myself but when i catch myself like doing some shit that like i don't think is fire i'm like bro you're rushing your garbage like start over <laughs> <laughs> start over nigga. you're garbage. Uh, but garbage. also i do a lot of shit that i think is tapped in at the moment and i listen to it like a month later and i hate it mm, and um same and that's just like that's just how it go like that's how it go being an artist you know you're gonna listen right. to some shit that you did you're gonna hear it again a little later you're gonna be like mm, i didn't really get it you know what i mean i didn't i didn't do what i was supposed to do you know what i mean but very much you very always got and that's what it is being a musician you got you always got another chance to like get back in there and just do some fire you feel me? definitely because uh whatever you think is trash you don't have to put out Definitely. And that's, that's why low key, Yeah, that's why music is low key for me because if you playing basketball, um <laughs> you go out there, you have a trash game. Your stats are out. Niggas that's know out. It's that live. you shot niggas know that you shot eighteen percent from the field and you only put up five points. You know I what wish mean? I knew what you was talking about. Hey, <laughs> hey, niggas who hoop, niggas who hoop know. <laughs> niggas who hoop know. Okay. Yes, no, but the music side, I definitely know what you're talking about. And yeah. yes, basketball, sports, period. It's live in action. Yeah. So if you bust in, if you slip and bust your face, it's, it's open. Just like that guy, sidebar. But there was this one play that I saw on Twitter one year, and he came back down from doing a three-pointer, and his whole like shin popped out. Oh, you talk about Kevin Ware. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was um, crazy. That nigga played for... Fuck. I don't know who you, I remember I was watching that game live though and I didn't know what Ooh. the fuck happened. I just seen that nigga go down. Ooh. And I was like, yo. Imagine being at that game. <laughs> Imagine oh, being the nigga who just <laughs> who bone just popped out his knee. That's what I'm saying. Like I if can't. your bone, if your bone pop out your knee in the studio, nobody knows. I mean, I unless nobody niggas knows. is in the studio. You can so. go to the hospital in peace. Yeah, you know, and I've also I also just really been a fan of like always i've been a fan of like my privacy 
You know what I mean? Like, right. I like I like to tap in on my own. Like, I like to really get in there. I like to make myself feel good first before yes. before I can make somebody else feel good. That's how it is, like, in the studio. So, like I just said, like, if your bone pop out to me in the studio, nobody knows. You fuck something up in the studio, nobody knows. All you got to do is just delete that track, press record again. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. And I definitely agree. Is there anything in particular that you do before every studio session that, you know, helps you get into the zone? You already know. Um, we be, you know, we be, we be sitting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's crazy. I, I shouldn't, like, you're right. It definitely <laughs> loosens you up. Because nah, for real. And it lets you not care about the little thing. Exactly. Like we're not promoting shit. this on New Generation. We're not promoting, you know, we're not Oh, promoting. not at all. Not at but all. But if you do what you do, then do it in moderation. Yeah. But, you know, at least be productive, period. Yeah, that's what, no, nah, when I go to the studio and I, you know, I got to, I have a bottle with me. I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm there. I'm ready to turn up. But I'm ready to do music because I love to turn up. I love chilling. I'm so passionate about chilling. <laughs> I'm also passionate about this music. So if I'm finna turn up, I'm also finna do some music. Very that's much. How I go. You can't. Very you know much. I, mean? so I love that. Every time. And um, and really, besides like drinking, um, another thing, if because like I started rapping over other niggas beats it hasn't just been my beats these days so every project mm-hmm. i have out right now every single beat is mine but these days mm. like the shit i'm working on with my people is like ascari to send me beats ezekiel to send me beats the homies in boston they've been sending me beats and i've been just rapping on all of them and it just gives me such a different feel so another thing mm-hmm. i do before i go in the studio is like i just be listening to these beats you know what i mean that's another mm-hmm. thing that's going on because um you know, I got to feel liberated. I got to feel liberated. And Definitely. some of these beats be making me feel liberated before I even step in the studio. Jim, right there, people. Did you hear that? Feel liberated. Please. Feel liberated. No, for real. Please. Yeah, feel liberated. If you want to feel liberated, go stream, liberate. Oh, I miss this is low key. Uh, um, It's another moniker DJ Liberation. That is me. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> DJ Liberation from the Nation. That's another name I forgot to mention earlier. Um, but I do got a project Period. out called Liberate. And that's the project I truly felt like I liberated myself on. And now I'll just be like, every time I do music, Very much. I just channel like liberation. Even the tattoo, like this one right here, which is like, that's my hair. That's some clouds. Ooh. This is a picture that my brother took. Uh, we was at some water park in Vegas, and it's just me looking down into the sky. And he took that picture, and I—that's yeah. the cover art for Liberate. And um, wow! But that project—and you can with stream me. this on all streaming, all platforms, all platforms, people, all platforms, even on even on SoundCloud. We still got love for SoundCloud. We still um, got love for SoundCloud. Still got love. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's a project that made me feel liberated for real. I had to get that tatted. I love that. And I know, like I said, your, like you said, your sound is very soulful. And that's one of the things I love the most. And I know that you do sample and you're very good at it. 
Um, when going through archives of songs, what makes you feel you want to sample that song in particular? Well, um, <clears throat> when I was uh, a little younger, maybe 17, 18, which is not only when I got serious about drums, I got serious about all of music. So I was making a bunch of beats, but I was just like making them. I was just, you know, I knew how to do this shit, so I was doing it. But when I got serious about it, um, I started really just listening for shit that made me feel good. And a lot of the shit is shit I grew up listening to. You know what I mean? Um, the last project I dropped called Deliverance, all them songs is like songs I grew up with. They all gospel. That's another thing. When I got to Berkeley, I started hanging around like some gospel kids. You know what I mean? Kids who grew mm-hmm. up playing in the church. Kids who grew up playing. I ain't grew up playing in the church. I grew up singing. I ain't grew up playing mm-hmm. in the church though. You know what I mean? But um, I uh, I met them, and they just started putting me back on to music that I grew up on. Mm. So that's. That's a lot of my sampling, music I grew up on. I love and that. And other than that, it's just like music that feels good. Uh, my homie Mike sends me a lot of samples that got good chord progressions. You know what I mean? We love the chord progressions. I'm a big fan of chords. We I wish love. I played keys. I wish I played keys. We love really. chord progressions. Oh, can I say, nah. wait, pause. Pause for the chord progressions, please. <laughs> Yeah. We love a good soulful honey. Yes, we love a good chord yeah. progression. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, we do. I just love me a good chord progression. I love me a good gospel chord progression. I love me a good that's, yes that's with where the they organ. At. Yes with the at. organ. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, yeah. I get excited over that because the way it penetrates your your soul. Can I just say? That's why people catch yeah. the Holy Ghost because of the chord progression. <laughs> that's why I go to church. That's why that's, I the, go that's to really church. why I go to church. Oh my god! The choir and the band. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. I'm about to. I'm about to. Um, I'm about to do my own little youth choir too. You feel me? Okay. Have a youth choir youth going basketball. There. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> We're supporting the youth I, here yeah. at New Generation. We just okay? out here trying to. We just trying to shape the youth. You know what I mean? That's what we try to do. <laughs> in a, in a positive way. Okay. In the ways we know. In the ways we know, which are positive. Very. Yes. Touch them, please. Yes. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Okay, you can go um, with. You were saying. <laughs> hmm. That's just that's just what I'm not. Nah, that's just what it is. You know what I mean, when I'm sampling is uh, it's either music I came up on or uh, music the homies sending me and it feel good. That's it. Yes, I love that. I love when I go deep into that rabbit hole. You know, uh, you hear a sample in a song and you look up that song. And then you find the original song, and then you find the original yeah. song's album, and then you find the original song's artist, and you look at that artist, and you look at their mini albums, and then, you know, look at their samples, yeah. and that's how you find music, people. That's that's what we call studying music. That's how you study. That's how you study. How you study. Yes. You gotta you gotta that's dig deep. You, you gotta get in there. You gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta find that music there. on your own. If you niggas on like and all the social medias, they hear a song they like, they like, uh, 
what's the name of this song? Like, nah, nigga, go find the song. <laughs> go look <laughs> go it. Find go the song. look for it. Because that's and what I did. Shout out. Yes, very much. And shout out to Shazam. They should sponsor me. <laughs> they should shout sponsor me. For real. Shout out to Shazam because they really, you know, you be in a store. Oh, let me Shazam this. Whatever, whatever. Yes. Here he is. So you're talking about the homies. Mike, Ascari. Um, you didn't mention Micah, but Micah too. You have you guys have this group, correct me if I'm wrong, world class. World class is still the group. That's yeah, that's still yeah. what we doing. Okay, great. And you guys do have music together, right? We got two projects out. We got a. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the name of the first one. But the so tell me how Commune with Nation. Yes, tell me how World Class yeah. started and why you started it. Okay, as you know, we went through a few group names, a few <laughs> of them. Um, we had Dining Room Party. Before that, we had Cadillac Tennis. We had Dining mm-hmm. Room Party, and uh, oh no, one day it's Micah. Micah came up with this shit. He came up with World Class, and um, he was just like, "Hey, bro, like you know what I mean? I feel like we doing music on like a bigger scale, you know what I mean? It's just like you know having some cool ass name." And then mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, bro, this shit, this shit, World Class." And I'm like, "Oh my god, like you feel me, World Class? You feel me?" So right there, that's what we became, World Class. And low key, world class is the hardest group name ever. Like, really I don't want is. nobody. It nobody really, need like... to try me. Nobody <laughs> need to try me. And we got. Um, try him. I'm telling you, but world class is truly a group effort. Like we spend times in uh, we spend times on Ramsgate. Uh, Ramsgate is the street the old apartment was oh. on. And uh, <laughs> at first, like at first, I used to live. Wow. I, I used to live in Westchester. And um, we uh, we used to live on a mm-hmm. street called Belford, and then we moved over one street. That was Ramsgate. And Ramsgate, it was just Micah and my cousin. Mm-hmm. There was no parents. We was turning up. So mm-hmm. along with turning up came, like, just nights. We was uh, just sipping fucking E&J, like, sipping E&J the until E&J. 3 o'clock. Bro, E&J. Shout I ain't had no E&J. E&J since then. I had no E&J since then. <laughs> yeah. And um, don't drink the ENJ. <laughs> don't drink ENJ. It is cheap. It is cheap, and it eventually gets bad for you. <laughs> it is eventually bad. I can say the same about Four Loco. Okay. Uh, oh. Let's let's just don't do this Thank to God yourself. I've never experienced that. Don't yes. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> this is a PSA warning. <laughs> PSA. If you don't do it already, don't start. <laughs> don't start. Okay. But nah, we had them nights over there where we were sipping ENJ and we just sit up recording until like 3 a.m. Like every time the homies was over there. And that's how we got them first two projects for real. Like that shit was just vibing with the homies. Even Andre. Andre got a verse on um the first project, maybe even the second one, if I'm not mistaken. But I know for sure the first project. Like it was just the homies pulling up. We recording. Yes, and I do love that song. I cannot think of the name of it right now, but I do love that song. I think it's you and Andre on it. You're rapping. 
A rabbit. I can't remember the name. Is it only is it only me and Andre? Yes. Well, that's probably high school. No, 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 no. It's you, Andre, and Ezekiel. And Ezekiel. Oh. I think. I don't know what song that is. I know. <laughs> I mean, if we talk about the okay, world what? class, if we talk about the world class, yes. Andre did a song called Trip Fontaine. He did that with Micah and Mike. He did that song. And then he did a song I'm called. Looking it up. Uh, I gotta look it up now. He did a song called Deep Shadows. That's me, Mike, Andre, and uh, who else? Josh. I gotta look it up. You guys have so many aliases. Alias, alias, aliases. Aliases, yeah. I mean, it's um, hard to keep. Niggas be, niggas be changing their names. Niggas be changing their names. <laughs> Ascari changed his name. Mike changed his name. Oh my goodness. Uh, Josh changed his name. Up. Everybody changed their name. Okay. I changed my name. Okay, look up. That's what it's called. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's on a that's on the second one. Andre is on both projects. That's on Commune with Nation. Yeah. Yes. That's on the that's the second project we dropped. That song is that's all girl. that's all rap. Andre yes. came to the crib. He came to the crib and dropped that. <laughs> That's big. Yes. He came to the I love crib it. and he I did it. I love the fashion. Mm-hmm. That was that was it right there. That was it. That was it right there. And I forgot about that one. So what made you? <laughs> what made you say? Or what went into? I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm. Go, I'm going from world class back to liberation. Oh, you got your it. latest project. Um, huh? I'm good. I said you got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, um, what made you, or what went into liberation, and what made you feel I gotta drop this? Uh, I was actually that was last year. That was uh, I've, I had the worst year ever last year. It was terrible. I was going through a lot. Oh, a few things happened, and uh, I was like, if I can get anything out of this year, I could get you know some music done. You know, that's always music has always been an outlet. And I mean, I can always talk about how I felt in my music because, you know, there's nobody else to tell you like, hey, bro, shut the fuck up. It's just me and the track. Right. You feel me? So very much. The fact that I was very even much. able to use music at, as an outlet at the time, that itself made me feel liberated. The fact that I was able to say everything mm. I needed to say and niggas listened. Niggas listened and they're like, oh bro, this is crazy. Like that itself liberated me. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Liberation, I, I, you know, I would think has taken on a huge meaning for you. Oh, it most definitely has. It's meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about the that. word, um, you know, might get it tatted on me. But uh, that's for another plot. I think you should. I, think <laughs> I, I might should. just have to. <laughs> might just have to. Right. At this point, like. When I learned yes. what liberation so, really meant, that? um, 
that's when I started taking yeah. like my liberation seriously. People talk about freedom so much. Yeah. Not knowing what freedom really is. I was listening yeah. to this guy today, this Jamaican guy. He does videos. And um, he was saying people think they're free when their whole life, they, they think they have free choice, but their whole life they don't know what free choice is because all they've been given is options their yeah. whole life. It's. When you're when somebody is saying you can either have this or this and you choose one, that's not free of choice. That's giving an option. It's when you say, no, I don't want any of that. And you go and do your own thing, go on your own path, go where your mind wants you to go. That is freedom. That's liberation. That's doing truly you. Yeah. And I love that word now. Liberation, yes. Yeah, DJ, yes. DJ Liberation for the nation. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your recent inspirations, and where do you most get inspired? Uh, my niggas is always the inspiration. Every time I chop it up with them, it's like we gotta do something right there. You know what I mean? Everybody, yeah. know, we always talk about just like. Whatever we do, it got to be in motion. Like, we're not just talking about it. We got to really be doing it. So that's always an inspiration. Definitely. And, like, this is not even just musically. Like, but certain music I listen to just has me inspired a lot of the times. Like, um, definitely. Not even inspired just to do music. Inspired just to, like, live life how how i want to live it you know what i mean i listen to a lot of music that inspires me to do so and um Very that's what you know just my friends uh my family and the music i listen to that's what really keep me up me too i could definitely relate to that and i love that yeah um since attending school on the east coast while coming from the west even though you're really from the south <laughs> but you've been in the West, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're exposed to a different flow of music. What would you say differentiates East Coast and West Coast music? Mm. Depends on what genre we talking about. But um, it's all just, truthfully, it's all just niggas living their lives in different places. So... You got mm -hmm. niggas from L.A. talking about how they live in, in this type of music because they grew up a certain way. They grew up listening to this type of shit. Same thing in Boston and New York, like right. on the East. Like, niggas grew up they certain way. They grew up listening to the type of shit they listen to, and that's what influenced their music. So you got, like, say you got a, you got a fucking, who came out? What's a rap group from L.A.? You got N.W.A. You got N.W.A., and you mm -hmm. got um, the locks, you know what I mean? Like NWA for sure made mm -hmm. the gangster music. Like that's what they was doing. Like, you know, they called it gangster music, but truthfully it was really just protest music. Um, and they just talk about their everyday lives. <laughs> Honestly. And, yeah. It's about their everyday lives, what they saw every day. Honestly. And Dr. Dre used a lot of shit that he grew up off of. You know, you go to the locks. They you know they talk mm -hmm. about what they living about every day. And um whoever was making their beats, they they sampling what they know. They sampling shit they heard before 
And, you know, just from being from opposite sides of the country, you're going to have different swag. You know what I mean? That's just what's going on. Very much. So that's all it is. Yeah. You know, um, that's all it is. Right. And with that, growing up in different areas, um, different swag, per se, you are from the South also. So I noticed personally that the Bay and the South has a lot of similarities in their music. Like, okay, let's say um, Lil John and hyphy music. That yeah. correlates with me. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> that correlates with me because they're yeah. both so hype and they're both so carefree. So what would you say, in your own opinion, are the similarities in the South and West Coast music? And when I say West Coast, I don't just mean L.A. I mean the Bay and the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, um, back then there were more similarities. You know what I mean? From what I heard, there were more similarities. People, uh, you know. They just made the same type of shit, but it's just what got people moving. You know what I mean? But then, like, mm-hmm. eventually, niggas just ended up, you know, branching out, doing their own thing, and, uh, you know, just sticking to, like, what they knew as a section. And that's why it, you know, differentiates. But I feel like, feel like the similarities, like, just come from growing up the same way. You know, a lot of black like black mm-hmm. youth all over America grow up the same way. It's just in a different space. So if you hear the same content, very much, you hear the same, you hear the same content uh, in the words, and um, that's why it sound the same. That's why they sound like they talk about the same thing, because they are talking about the same thing. They grew up the same way. Uh, as far as the differences go, though, in like the music like with the production that's just stemming back to what niggas grew up on so definitely in the south in memphis at least i know it's a lot of niggas who got put on a david ruffin curtis mayfield willie hutch at a young age (laughs) i you know i was i was bubbling a lot of that shit at a young age i can't say the same for everybody else who grew up out this way because i don't know what these niggas came up on you know it was more of the ojs and the temptations <laughs> but you see the ojs the yes. ojs is uh they they slam it down in memphis too you feel me it's all just yes. like it's all just your environment. you know everybody adapted into their environment and um you know the music itself and you will find that a lot of people you will find that a lot of people's families migrated from the south anyway yeah. So their taste in music trickles down generation by generation, and we all end up with the same taste, you know, in conclusion. So exactly. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, that's how I go. So it is. It really is. So this is a very vague question. I want you to dive deep as deep as you can. Really think about this. Who do you do this for? That's um, 
that's something I just came, you know, I just realized what I'm doing this for, like, not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago. First of all, I do it, you know, I do it for myself. This is like, mm-hmm. this is therapy for me. This is liberating for me. But at the same time, um, I'm doing it for my family members. You know, I want my family members to know, like, even after whatever life I've lived, I'm good. And you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my homies, same thing with them. Man. Whatever life I live, I'm good. You know, whatever shit I told y'all about and um, whatever shit I said that was fucked up at the crib, I'm good. And <laughs> for, for, like, just the general public, for everybody, like, I want them to know, like, you know, whatever's going on, you can be good. You know what I mean? You can still feel good. So, you know, yeah. That's what, it's for everybody. I love that. It's for everybody, all inclusive. Yeah. We love that. So, last question. What are you working on now? Is there a project that we can be expecting in the near future? A drop? Anything? What is going on with Memfo? Uh, expect a few. Um, I'm all over the place. A few. I'm all over the place. I got a. I had a project I was supposed to drop back in April, but Mm -hmm. I ended up recording so much other shit that I was like, "Yo, this shit sound crazy. This shit, (laughs) you know what I mean." So at this point, like, I got a project with a one of the homies from Boston. He's not from Boston, but you know, we go to the same school. Mm -hmm. Um. He he made all the beats. I got a I got a couple of projects like that actually. I got a project Ooh. with uh, me and Ascari coming out. Ascari made a bunch of beats too. Ascari's making crazy beats now. Um, I was talking to him about that. I'm so beats. proud of him. He's this like really good tapping in. For real. The stop and, uh, because he was like, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. <laughs> uh, of course he gonna say that. Of course he gonna be the one to say that. Um who yes. else? Me and Josh uh got a project coming soon. Me and Josh have done a lot of music over the past year. I always love that. He's ready to drop now. Um and I got a single coming out I love soon. That. Um I don't know when the single's gonna drop. I love that. It's gonna drop probably later this month, but I already recorded it. Don't like, hold I just gotta, to it. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta finish like mixing <laughs> and mastering, but that's gonna drop soon. I feel like everybody gonna fuck with that. And um, yeah. Basically, I just got a, I got a lot of shit that's like you know recorded. You know what I mean? You're I'm full ready. of music. He's full of creativity. He's ready to share it to the world. He's that's what ready I do. to share it. I'm excited. I'm ready. That's what I do. Yes. I got a lot of shit we coming love, out. Somebody got to do it. Somebody yeah. got to do it. Tell you, got to do it. Very much. Are there any final words, Mr. Minfo? <laughs> um, boom. You know what I mean? Uh, Mr. Minfo, that was cool. Uh <laughs> <laughs> shout out, hey, shout out world class, shout out the nation, shout out, um, shout out, shout out escrow, Mike, Jari the Great, uh, 2000, <laughs> <laughs> escrow, damn, uh, shout out Zeke, shout out Bilal, 
<laughs> hey, <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, I'll be kicking it with my nigga all the time. Shout out Noah. You know what I mean? Shout out uh Shout, shout out, out Noah. Folks. Shout out the Noah. That's my president. Hey, that's my like that's my interim manager. You know yes. I mean? and, and so I find like a, a true manager. That nigga's my manager. <laughs> I love it. I love he it. He knows what to do. He uh, really does. I mean, shout out all the closest friends. Shout out my girl. Shout out um shout yes. out Menace. Shout out LA. Shout out uh shout out Boston. You feel me? Really? Yes. You know, all I'm doing is just, you know, just uh, I just wanna OB, <laughs> you feel me? I just wanna uh <laughs> give back to people what they gave to me. You know what I mean? That's all. Yes. So that's that's what I'm Thank doing. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you so much, Malachi, Memphis, Hitman, Memphis. Yes. DJ Thank Liberation, you all of it. For joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't forget, shout out DJ Liberation for the nation. <laughs> for the nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope to see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.